Today's share is sponsored by Leo Nishmas Yosef Mayor Ben Mordechai Yaakov Alevi. Anyone would like to sponsor any future shirams, please speak to Rabbi Danziger. You know the mitzvah of Megillah, you have to hear every single word. If you miss one word of the Megillah, you're not Yosef, you have not fulfilled your mitzvah of Megillah. So there's a particular preference, actually, you should hear Megillah in a large crowd. You should get as many people as together. Barayv Am Hadras Melech Tulei Megillah. Sometimes that happens in a very big room. The question is, you have a lot of people in a big room, sometimes it's easy to miss a word. Question, can you use a microphone to amplify the Balkaria's voice? That way everyone will for sure be able to hear every single word and fulfill their mitzvah properly. Does that work? You're able to hear hearing him through that microphone, is that considered hearing his voice? Similar question, if someone is can't make it for whatever reason, it's impossible for them to make it to Megillah, can they just okay, put up a put up a put up a phone, you listen on Zoom, and you heard the Megillah. Does that work? That that works, that considered that you heard the Megillah for Allah purposes. The first possible source is this halacha, the Mishnah in Rosh Hashanah. Mishnah Rosh Hashanah discusses someone who blows a shoifer right next to a bar, right next to a big pit, and the sound of the shoifer bounces off the pit and makes an echo. The Mishnah says, depending on where he's standing and exactly how close he is, if the sound he's hearing, we're concerned the sound he's hearing is actually the echo of the shoifer, not the actual shoifer, you're not yet, so you actually have to hear the actual voice of the shoifer. Comes along Rav Henkin, and it's quoted by the Mishnah Yitzchak, and he wants to say that maybe this should be a source for our question. We see that, what do, you, what, do you, what, do you, what do you have to do in order to fulfill the mitzvah? You have to hear the original sound that was created. You can't hear any replica of that sound. An echo or the replica of the original sound of the shayfar, and we Mishnah said you're not. Yes, sir. So too, may a microphone would be a replica of the original sound of the Baal original voice of the Baal and you would not fulfill your obligation of listening to the Megillah, based on that Mishnah in Rosh Hashanah. Or come along the other place came and they disagree with her Fankin and they say we have no proof from that Mishnah. Rav Moshe wants to say, he says, what's the, what's the problem with an echo? What's the chasarn of an echo? The problem with an echo is that it's weaker than the, the original sound. Maybe that's the reason why you're not fulfilling your mitzvah of the shayfar is because you're hearing a weaker shayfar. On the other hand, the microphone, you're amplifying the sound. You're hearing it much better. So maybe, oh, so maybe not, not just a weak sound, it's original sound downgraded. An original sound, however you hear it in its original form, is great. Because if, if it's downgraded from maybe, maybe I have to hear that original sound. Whatever came out of the cipher, whatever came out of the Bakara's mouth, even if it's a very low sound, I have to hear it. Once I hear a downgraded version of that, I'm not hearing the actual thing. I'm missing something. You're not hearing the real sound. I'm not because I'm missing something. Not. No, 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 no. Not that I'm hearing the right sound. I'm hearing a worse version of the real sound. Maybe if I'm hearing a better version of the real sound, that wouldn't be true. Sima yeah. or Sima? Huh? Okay, yeah, maybe. Um, Chazanish had a different reason why he wanted to um, argue on, on this idea that Rafinkin's putting out. I want to say there's no proof from the Mishnah on Rosh Hashanah. He wants to say that the, by the case of Mishnah Rosh Hashanah, an echo by definition, something you hear after. Maybe from hearing it exact same time, maybe that would be the equivalent of hearing the voice. So therefore, even though Rafinkin said we have a proof from the Mishnah on Rosh Hashanah that you're not Yosef with a microphone, Paiskim wanted Ramesha and Rechazanesh and other Paiskim want to argue and say that we would have no proof to microphone from the case of an echo on, on a shaykhar. Uh, come to Shlomo Zalman, Shlomo Zalman Arbach, and he was known to be the, 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 one of the pioneers in, the, in, in taking technology and applying halacha to it. When he was very young, he wrote us one of the first authoritative svarim on halacha and electricity. Uh, he was known to, to delve into the, the practicalities and then apply it to halacha. And he says, if we understand how a microphone works, there's no question over here. That a microphone essentially couches the sound, the sound waves created by your voice, turns that in, into an electrical impulse that gets transmitted over the wire, and then comes out in the loudspeaker on the other, sound, other side, the loudspeaker essentially just translates those electrical impulses into recreating new sound waves that mimic your voice. Your voice ended 
when it, your when the microphone caught your sound waves. Anything that happens after that is a, your voice regenerated. It's mimicking your voice. It's not your actual voice. Anything which is mimicking your voice, not your actual sound waves. It's a, the electricity created the sound, not you. Not your, not your voice coming through it. It's electricity it's voice, essentially. It's not your voice. He said anything which is not your voice. Your voice ended by whatever was caught into that microphone. If someone says it's simple, anyone who understands the practicalities of it, no one's going to say that you can actually fulfill your mitzvah. You're not hearing the voice. Your voice ended. Now you're hearing something new, which mimics your voice, created by electricity. That was what Shalom Zaman saying. Therefore, Shalom Zaman said, there's no way you cannot fulfill a mitzvah through a microphone. You cannot through the phone. You cannot hear live stream live on a radio. You can have Zoom, but he would have said Zoom. Also, you can't do the same thing. Shalom Zaman, however, notes that after he wrote all this up, he met the Chazanish. And he said this over to this idea over to the Chazanish. And the Chazanish was not as convinced as Shalom Zaman. Shalom Zaman, if you go through Shuvah, he, he was all in on this idea. Chazanish goes, I'm not so sure. He said, maybe, maybe, what is, what's happening when you speak into a microphone and the, come down the side? I have something which is created through my voice, a sound which is created through the power of my voice. Maybe that's sufficient, too. What's sound, every, every time you hear a voice, you're hearing something which is created through my voice. That's the sound you're hearing. So Kazanis says, maybe if you're hearing something, it's coming through a microphone, it's coming through the electrical impulses. That's wonderful. But the electrical impulses were created by the power of my voice. Maybe they'll have the status of my voice. Kazanis didn't say it for sure. He said, maybe. Rav Moshe Feinstein also says almost an exact same idea, and he, takes, he just adds in a little, a, little, a little more understanding to it. He says, every time you hear someone speak, you're not hearing their voice, you're hearing the sound waves created by their voice. So this is, created, this is sound waves created through the power of my voice. Yeah, it went through an extra step in between. But the same way it's not actually hearing my voice. You see, you don't have to actually hear the voice, you hear the sound waves. So this is also sound waves created through the power of my voice, says Rav Moshe, maybe that would be sufficient to, um, to fulfill your mitzvah. Again, Rav Moshe also says, maybe it's not 100% convinced. Okay. But that's, you can say that's about an echo. That is, those are sound waves. Oh, so Rav Moshe said there's a different problem with echo. Rav Moshe said that it's a downgraded. Here, here it's not downgraded. Here it's, here it's amplified. Well, this is a particular point. You're saying, you know, an echo is, I mean, that could help. No, so an echo, an echo, again, is going to be created by the original sound wave. It's going to be bounced off the wall. They think it's, it's all the sound wave. Here it's different because it goes through the electricity medium. That's what he's saying, that maybe it doesn't make a difference the fact that it goes through the electricity medium. The echo is something which didn't go through any other medium. Okay. So it could be something discernible. We don't necessarily care about it from a lucky. Okay. So. Okay. Okay. Something that's something that's not discernible. We very often don't don't care about. So Rabbi wants to suggest that perhaps. You are, you'd say, your mitzvah through a, through a microphone or a phone. The Chazadish wants to suggest perhaps you are Yetzir. Shom Zaman argues all out. Now, even Rav Moshe, as he said, practically wasn't sure about it. Um, he had, for, for, for practical reasons, he was very anti-using the, um, these types of things, even in cases where people had legitimate reasons, where it was creating, it was creating complications not to use a microphone. He had a little chuva where someone wanted to use a microphone. It was a legitimate case, but he said, no, no, work it out that you do not need the microphone. We're not using microphones. It's questionable if they're good, and practically he also didn't think it was a good idea to introduce. Rishon Zaman is saying that since it's created through the power of my voice, 
That's a sound created through the power of my voice. That's my voice. <laughs> and Rishon was saying, no, no, no. It, and your voice ended. This is the new thing. Okay, it into yeah, but had that machine convert it? Had that machine convert it? Because I spoke. Because I spoke, the machine converted it. Had I not spoken, the machine had nothing to convert. And now it's mimicking my voice that, that I got created through there. Therefore, they want to suggest it's not, it's not as clear as the Shom Zaman says. Practically, again. Okay. Well, maybe, maybe not. Well, after. No, no, no. Um, now, now, bottom line, even though Rav Meisha wasn't, wasn't, wasn't convinced of it either, and the difference that comes out essentially between Rav Meisha and Rav Shlomo Zalman Arbach is, let's say someone cannot, there is no way they can be present for Havdalah, be present for Megillah. There's no other option. There's nothing to do. They are either not going to do it at all, or they're going to listen on the phone. Rav Shlomo Zalman goes, I mean, it's a nice idea if you want to feel like perm, and you can listen, but you're not fulfilling any mitzvah whatsoever. And Rav Meisha, there's two of us, Rav Meisha said, people who could not hear Abdullah, they couldn't make it themselves, and they could not hear it, couldn't go somewhere to hear it. Rav Meisha said, so listen on the phone. Maybe you're right, say. And that came out, the only practical difference, and you don't, seemingly you don't lose too much by following Rav Meisha in this. Either you, know, either you are or you aren't, but if that's the only option, you may as well. Huh? Yeah. Uh, you know, the other question, what about, according to Hashem Zaman, let's say you're in a room with a microphone, and, and you're, you would have been able to hear the sound without the microphone. But now the guy's speaking on a microphone, now it's booming out there. Are you, that considered you heard it, that you yates it with that. So Ravad Yosef wants to say, as long as you're standing close enough where you would have been able to hear it without a microphone, that's good. Other price are not. 100% sure about that. They say, you know, maybe now it's being overwhelmed by the by the by the loudspeaker. The loudspeaker on the other side of the room, and you're standing right next to the guy. Maybe, but if the loudspeaker is right there, and you're also standing right there, usually if you're overwhelmed, the sound is overwhelmed by the loudspeakers. Other people are not sure, not as convinced as the as, as value is that you get to in that situation. There are people about Mark Rebbe Huh? What's the difference? Because are you what are you hearing? Are, are you hearing the mic? Are you hearing the loudspeaker, which is again, Kohen Zaman, not his voice? Or what? Or you hearing his voice? If you're standing, if the loudspeaker's over there, and Moshe and Chazan said they're not sure of the loudspeaker. I'm going to Rishon Zaman now. In Rishon Zaman, said that a loudspeaker is nothing. What's happening? Now most places, most places can practice. Again, again, Rishon Zaman, Rishon and don't allow you to do it. Look at the question. With such a situation, someone does it according to the, the stringent opinion over here. Is that enough? He doesn't. He doesn't want to introduce any new innovations, especially in something he says he's not 100 percent sure about. That's that's what, he, that's what he's saying. Well, he's telling you that's terrible what to do. Um, now, next question is: Someone did listen to this bracha. Someone heard. Someone heard a bracha on a microphone. Someone heard. Someone heard. Someone. Someone listening on a Zoom on a phone, and they heard it. Do you make? Do you say amen on that bracha? And let's, this is going to make a difference, obviously, going with the point of Moshe Shlomo Zaman. Let's start going with Shlomo Zaman, which seems, seems to be widely accepted. Again, people do listen to Abdullah on the telephone when they have no other option. Let's go with, like, in Shlomo Zaman's world, that you did nothing. What do you need, what is necessary in order to say Amin on a bracha? So the, the Gemara in Sukkah talks about a massive shul that was in Alexandria in Egypt, where different opinions exactly how many people were in that shul, 600,000, 1.2 million. It was a large place, and obviously it was impossible for everyone to hear what the Chazan was saying. 
So what they do, they had a whole flag system where every bro- depending on which bracha he was up to, the, the, the gabbai would stand up, wave a flag, and everyone would know to, look, now he's saying barachaleinu, now he's finishing barachaleinu, say amen. And go through the entire, they go through all the brachas like that. So everyone knew which bracha he was saying, and they knew when he was finishing it, and they all went through amen. So what do you see from there? You see from there that is not, that is only necessary to know that a bracha is being said. You don't have to actually hear the bracha. So you could think that, okay, even according to Shom you didn't hear. What you heard is not the guy's voice. But I didn't have to hear the guy's voice. I know. I know he finished right now. I know which bracha he said. It should work without any problems. However, it comes along with Shom Zaman. points out there's a, there's a uh, based on different Gemara. Gemara says that there's something called an Amin Yisayma, an orphaned Amin. Amin Yisayma is something you're not allowed to say. What is an Amin Yisayma? The Rishonim explained, if it's an Amin, where you answered Amin, and I didn't hear the bracha. That's everyone on, immediately on the spot. Rashi, Taisis, all the Rishonim. Well, what do you mean? In Alexandria, they answered Amin, even though they didn't hear the bracha. Well, how, did, how do we reconcile these two Gemars? So there are various answers in the Rishonim, how to answer this. The answer the Rush gives, also quoted by Taisis somewhere else, the Rush answers that if someone is attempting to be Yitzhi their bracha right now, to fulfill their obligation, and they didn't hear the full bracha, that's worse. If you're attempting to hear the bracha, you're attempting to fulfill your obligation, you did not hear and you missed a word, or something, you missed something that, you, that not, now you did not fulfill your bracha, that bracha you can't say amen to. Even though the guy who, who already is not trying to fulfill his bracha, he could say amen to. Someone who's trying to fulfill his bracha is worse. That's the Rush's answer. He says, in Alexandria, they were just hearing Chazar Sashats. They're already damaged from They're not doing anything. They're just listening to Chazar Sashats. Says the Rush, there they can answer Amin even though they didn't know the bracha. In case of us in Amin Yisayma, where the Gemara said, you know, do that. That's where guys trying to hear my Danziger on my Kiddush and Shabbos morning, and there's someone making a lot of noise, and you missed the word. You, can you answer Amin to that bracha you're trying to hear, you're trying to, to fulfill your mitzvah Kiddush? Says the Rush, no. That is an Amin Yisayma. In both cases, you know that he just made a bracha, and you, but you, didn't, you didn't hear it? No, when I'm trying to fulfill the mitzvah, there it says the Rush, it's worse. This halacha is passing by Shulchan Aruch, that you're not allowed to say Amin, even though we allow you to say Amin, if you didn't hear a bracha, that's only when I'm not coming to fulfill the mitzvah. Someone thinks that they're going to try to fulfill the mitzvah of Megillah on Zoom or on or, or the microphone, and they're going to hear the brachas before. You can't answer amen to that bracha. You didn't do anything. You're trying to fulfill your mitzvah. You're not fulfilling your mitzvah. That's the case of the Rosh. That's the case of the Shulchan Aruch. And therefore, Shomazaman said, you cannot answer amen, even though you know exactly what he said, because according to Shomazaman, you did not hear anything. What, what about a case where you're... Um, you're sometimes by, by a bris, you'll see people standing there with their phones, to, zooming some relative who can't be there, um, and they hear lots of brachas by the, by the bris, right? Can, can, you, can, you, can you make an amen on that bracha now? You're not trying to be able to any brachas by the bris, right? The guy's making a guffin, nothing to do with you looking at, uh, you listening on Zoom, and all, the, all the various brachas over there, brachas on the milah, you're not trying to be able to anything. So it should be, again, the Gemara says that, that you don't, as long as I know which bracha is being made, I know when it's being made, I should be able to answer that. Or Shemuel Zalman and Rilyasha both point out this is not similar to the case of the of the of the shul in Alexandria. Shul in Alexandria, they were all there. When I am present, when someone's making a bracha, and I don't know what bracha he's making, make, I'm, he's making. He, I, don't, I, don't, sorry, I don't hear the bracha he's making. I can say amen. But if I'm not there, Shemuel Zalman, you can't say amen because you know someone's making a bracha. Someone, you know, someone's there, someone standing there in shul saying, you know, you're at home, davening shachos at home for whatever reason, something at 7:05. The 10 seconds are saying Yehesh Meir Abba, you know, text you, right? Can you stand in your living room saying Yehesh Meir Abba? Of course not. You're not there. I know they're making a bracha somewhere. 
I know exactly the bracha, I know which bracha they're making right now, somewhere. If I'm not there, says the Shomazaman, that's not the case of Alexandria. The case of Alexandria is specifically because they were there, and they knew it was being concluded, therefore they were allowed to do it. Shomazaman, come down again, someone's listening on the phone, says the Shomazaman. Even if it's a bracha they don't need to make, you can't answer on me. Because you're not there, therefore Shalom Zaman says you cannot answer Amin to such a bracha. What would come out, the last kit that would come out, let's say someone is by a chuppah or something like that and they, and they, they make the brachas, and you're in the back of the room, you're only hearing it for sure through the microphone. You're standing next to the last speaker in the back of the room, you're only thing you're hearing is the microphone. There, that's the case of Alexandria. You're in the room with them, you hear, you don't hear the actual bracha according to Shalom Zaman, but I know what they're saying, and I know that he just concluded, then I can say Amin. On the other hand, Rav Meisha argues on all these cases you just said, and then says, you may have just heard his voice. According to Misha, that's enough, that's called sufficient to hear his voice. Misha, I'm not 100% sure you heard his voice, but the Misafik, he said it's sufficient, the, the doubt is sufficient to make an Amin. And therefore, Misha says, all the cases we just said, you hear, you hear, you hear the Megillah on the Zoom, you hear the, you, 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 you hear a bris on the Zoom, you're, you, you're in for sure the case, of, you're, you're hearing a brachas by Chopin, Misha says, you're hearing it, maybe you're hearing his actual voice, that is sufficient to hear an actual bracha, even if you're not present. If I heard a bracha, I don't have to be there. We're, we're here that I actually heard the bracha. And therefore, if Meisha would come out, the Meisha said that in all these cases, you would um, say amen to all these brachas. Just to summarize, it comes out. According to listening to, to on a microphone, we don't do it either. According to Shalom Zaman, you're not Yetzirah at all. Rav Meisha was unsure if he ate it. Meisha said, therefore, no, we don't do it. You look around, no one does Megillus on a microphone. And regarding Amin, according to Shalom Zaman, if, you're here, if you are hearing some reason, whatever crazy reason you're hearing, I mean, on a, uh, you're hearing, you're hearing Megillah on a Zoom, according to Shalom Zaman, you would not be able to answer, I mean, according to Moshe, you would. Happens to be they came out during COVID with an interesting way. So some, there were, there were people who could not make it, let's say during COVID, like, you know, Isaiah couldn't make it to Megillah, now they're stuck. So some place can say, okay, so at least be your Moshe and, and, and listen it on Zoom. Other people, a little more innovative, and they um, made recordings of someone very slowly saying the Megillah. So as long as you have a Kasher Megillah in front of you, if you don't really know how to read a Megillah, you know, you just listen, and you can read through the uh, enable people who were otherwise unable to hear the Megillah in person to hear it without having any shyness. Yeah.